I dreamed of traveling the long road, singing my songs to that distant stranger. Yes, I know it's sad for you, but it's something I got to do. And I will be coming home, back to the mountains, back to being free from all there is to be. Coming home to live and the life I once knew. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Bedtime Bible Boys with Brock, Trey, and Theron TJ. Thanks Thanks for for listening. We love you, Mom. And you too, Gail. Tonight, we are going to read chapter 28 of 1 Samuel. Let's jump right in. In those days, the Philistines gathered their forces to fight against Israel. Achish said to David, remember Achish is the king kind of the Philistine area where David is hiding out, and Achish believes that... Oh, that guy? Mm-hmm. And he believes that David is fighting who on a day-to-day basis? Um. Well, that's who David actually is fighting. He's fighting the tribe of Judah. That's right. Different tribes of Israel. So Achish said to David, You must understand that you and your men will accompany me in the army. David said, Then you will see for yourself what your servant can do. Achish replied, Very well. I will make you my bodyguard for life. Now Samuel was dead, and all Israel had mourned for him, and buried him in his town of Ramah. Saul had expelled the mediums and spiritists from the land. The Philistines assembled and came up and set up camp at Shunem, while Saul gathered all the Israelites and set up camp at Gilboa. Do you guys understand what it says when it says that Saul expelled the mediums and spiritists? These were like fortune tellers. Witchcraft. Like sorcerers? Yes. They weren't being led by the Spirit of God. They were being led by a different spirit. And like the devil? Like the devil. And Saul was lacking a prophet like Samuel. And he wanted direction. But he didn't turn to the Lord. He turned to something evil. Bad idea. Verse 5. When Saul saw the Philistine army, when Saul saw, when Saul saw the Philistine army, Saul saw, 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 Good job. Unique New York. New York. That's what you did, Trey. I think so. Okay, when Saul saw the Philistine army. (laughs) Okay. When Saul saw the Philistine army, he was afraid. Terror filled his heart. He inquired of the Lord, but the Lord did not answer him by dreams or Urim or prophets. 
Saul then said to his attendants, Find me a woman who is a medium, so I may go and inquire of her. There is one in Endor, they said. So Saul disguised himself, putting on other clothes, and at night he and two men went to the woman. Consult a spirit for me, he said, and bring up for me the one I name. But the woman said to him, Surely you know what Saul has done. He has cut off the mediums and spiritists from the land. Why have you set a trap for my life to bring about my death? Saul swore to her by the Lord, As surely as the Lord lives, you will not be punished for this. Then the woman asked, Whom shall I bring up for you? Bring up Samuel, he said. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out at the top of her voice and said to Saul, Why have you deceived me? You are Saul. The king said to her, Don't be afraid. What do you see? The woman said, I see a spirit coming up out of the ground. What does he look like? he asked. An old man wearing a robe is coming up, she said. Then Saul knew it was Samuel, and he bowed down and prostrated himself with his face to the ground. Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? This is dark. I am in great distress, Saul said. The Philistines are fighting against me, and God has turned away from me. He no longer answers me, either by prophets or by dreams. So I have called on you to tell me what to do. Wait, so what he just said is dark? I just mean what's going on here. Samuel said, Why do you consult me now that the Lord has turned away from you and become your enemy? The Lord has done what he predicted through me. The Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hands and given it to one of your neighbors, to David, because you did not obey the Lord or carry out his fierce wrath against the Amalekites. The Lord has done this to you today. The Lord will hand over both Israel and you to the Philistines, and tomorrow you and your sons will be with me. The Lord will also hand over the army of Israel to the Philistines. I just want to read a couple footnotes here because this is this is crazy. The footnote for verse 12 says, Did Samuel really come back from the dead at the medium's call? I don't think he did. The medium shrieked at the appearance of Samuel. She knew too well that the spirits she usually contacted were either contrived or satanic. Somehow Samuel's appearance revealed to her that she was dealing with a power far greater than she had known. She did not call up Samuel by trickery or by the power of Satan. God brought Samuel back to give Saul a prediction regarding his fate, a message Saul already knew. This, is no, this in no way justifies efforts to contact the dead or communicate with persons or spirits from the past. God is against all such practices, as is recorded in Galatians chapter 5 verses 19 and 21 the takeaway here is that Saul may have went to a a medium or spiritist to go try to hear from Samuel and that was the wrong way to do it fair this woman had no power to raise 
Samuel to come speak with Saul. The Lord had the power to, and the Lord allowed it. And it's kind of interesting because I would look at this and say, why would the Lord allow that? Why would he work that way? Sometimes you just have to remember that his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are greater than ours and his thoughts are greater than ours. We have a way of knowing him that they didn't have back then. That way is the spirit. The spirit can live inside of us. Something that wasn't available to them at this point in time in the same way we have it, we can have it through forgiveness. The spirit can't inhabit itself into a body that has sin in it. But Jesus Christ washed us clean so that now the spirit can dwell within us. But Jesus had not came yet. And during the Old Testament time, Saul really didn't have a good way of fully knowing his father the way we can know our father now. Does that make sense? Again, I w- so I wouldn't look at this and say, oh, the Lord will bless my endeavor if I go to a fortune teller. I don't think that's the message at all. The message here is that Saul was determined to do something that was against the Lord. And the Lord gave him a very negative result from that which was Samuel the spirit of Samuel telling him you're going to be handed over tomorrow you and your family so in verse 20 it says immediately Saul fell full length on the ground filled with fear because of Samuel's words his strength was gone for he had eaten nothing all that day and night when the woman came to Saul and saw that he was greatly shaken, she said, Look, your maidservant has obeyed you. I took my life in my hands and did what you told me to do. Now please, listen to your servant and let me give you some food so you may eat and have the strength to go on your way. Notice even the spiritist who's used to doing these sort of evil practices, even she's totally shook by this. She's not used to experiencing power to this degree. Because what she's experiencing right now isn't power from her or from evil. She was experiencing the power of the Lord allowing this to happen to Saul, which was much different than any power she'd ever experienced. And so she's afraid. Saul refused and said, I will not eat. That's very human. When we're filled with fear and worried about stuff, sometimes it's very hard to eat. But his men joined the woman in urging him, and he listened to them. He got up from the ground and sat on the couch. The woman had a fattened calf at the house, which she butchered at once. She took some flour, kneaded it, and baked bread without yeast. Then she set it before Saul and his men, and they ate. That same night, they got up and left. And that is the end of chapter 28. What do you guys think is going to happen in chapter 29 based on what Samuel told Saul? I bet um, Samuel's side, Israel, will get delivered into the hands of the Philistines. And he specifically said Saul Saul and his family would get delivered into the hands of the Philistines. What do you think the Philistines would do to a king who had been at war with them 
and killed so many of them for so long if he fell into their hands. Kill them. Kill him. Probably. We are not 100% sure until we read what goes on in chapter 29 tomorrow. But I think it's safe to say that we know that this book has 31 chapters in it. And we're going to be in chapter 29. And we know that before Samuel is concluded, we're going to have David taking over as king. So we can probably be pretty convinced that David's time as king of Israel is coming up soon. I think that um, Trey's right. That um, Saul will be delivered into the Philistines' hands. Mm -hmm. Because um, David is going to be king soon. Yeah. Like we said. And so then if Saul dies and then David becomes king of Israel I think mm-hmm. and Saul was already the king of Israel. Right. So Saul's gonna die and then David's gonna come back as a new king. I think that's probably a very wise prediction. We'll look forward to talking about it tomorrow night. Call it a wrap. I love you boys. Love you too. That's good kids. <laughs>